Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one website for expert investment analysis. Buy, Hold, Sell is a weekly show where two fund managers share their views on a selection of listed companies in their area of expertise. Buyers and sellers are what make the market, and you'll find that our guests don't always agree on the stocks being covered. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be the first to receive new episodes each week. If there are stocks you'd like our guests to discuss, let us know by leaving a comment in the review segment. Remember, the views expressed in this show are not recommendations to invest. You should seek appropriate investment advice before making any investment decisions. And of course, please read the disclaimer in the show's notes. Let's get into the show. Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. My name's James Marley, and today we're talking about stocks for the energy transition. I think it's becoming widely accepted that we are taking a way to a new uh, energy world. How we get there, when we get there, far less certain. So to help us navigate the way that we get to the energy transition, we'll get through the energy transition. We've got Luke Smith from Ausbill and Tom Richardson from Paradise. Let's talk about a few energy transition stocks. Luke, I'll start with you. Lithium couldn't be hotter. Well, it was hotter. <laughs> All Chem, one of the bigger producers in the Australian market, buy, hold or sell? Yeah, it's a buy. Uh, lithium, uh, we strongly disagree with the negative view around lithium. I've seen pricing strengthen, uh, demand backdrop is, is uh, extremely strong and, and strengthening. Uh, All Chem, you know, three growth assets, uh, puts it on par with, uh, with the majors. It's, it's a buy from us. Okay. Tom, electric vehicles, batteries, everyone's into it. All chem, buy, hold or sell? Yeah, it's a buy, absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't say it's, it's hot. I wouldn't say that the sector's been very cold. In fact, it's the new sector that people love to hate. But it's absolutely a buy. I mean, the inflection, China is still the biggest, biggest buyer in the market. And it looks as though their battery production actually is inflecting up. And so it's not what people expect. And then there's a lot of short interest in all these names. They might get caught by the demand strength in China and maybe prices even go higher, not lower like people are expecting. So it's a buy. Okay, let's talk about something a little more controversial, nuclear, um, a divisive topic, Paladin, buy, hold or sell? I'm gonna put it on hold this one. I think the long-term thematic is good, but the demand pitch is gonna take a long time like it always does with uranium. So the demand inches up sort of to 2020, 2025 in our view, and they've got to spend a bit of money to restart their assets. So it's probably just in no man's land for us and put it on a hold. Okay, goes through massive peaks and troughs, the stocks in the uranium space. Paladin, buy, hold or sell? Yeah, look, it's a hold from us as well, but for different reasons from Tom, our buy in the sector is, is Boss Energy. Uh, we'd, um, yeah, we had a strong view on, on uranium. You know, we, we, uh, we've seen the Sprott Uranium Trust significantly tighten up the market from our perspective. Uh, our preference, like I said, is, is BOSS. It's a restart of an existing operation, tier one jurisdiction, um, you know, uh, fully funded uh, export permits. Uh, that's the buy in the space from our perspective. Okay, if we move back to the more traditional fossil fuels, Santos, uh, stable Australian company, buy, hold or sell? Yeah, it's, it's a buy from us. Uh, we're, we're bullish on both oil and gas. Santos for us is the pr preferred way to play that in the Australian space. 
has lagged the commodity for, for some time uh, from our perspective, um, that, that'll catch up as, as they print this, these cash flow numbers. And, and look, if the market doesn't reflect that value, I think ultimately that capital management will, will, um, will force the market to take, um, take, you know, take heed to how much cash is being generated by this business. The backdrop for Santos has been uh, quite exceptional. Buy, hold or sell? Yeah, it's a buy. I 100% agree with Luke. It's remarkable how little this stock has done with the oil and gas backdrop. And really, I think that's to Luke's point. It's just they need to see the cash. We've seen that in resources. They wait to see the cash. And when it gets handed to them, the stocks respond. And I think that's inevitable with Santos. As much as development option, optionality they've got, there's going to be a lot of cash coming back to shareholders and the share price will reflect it. Okay. Now, I've asked each of our guests to bring along a commodity that they think is going to play an important role in the energy transition and nominate their preferred stock in that sector. So, Tom, let's start with you. What's the commodity? Why is it important? And what's the stock you like to play it? So, I'm going to, it's rare earths, NDPR, goes into high strength magnets, which is absolutely required for EVs and wind turbines. So, it's absolutely an enabler of the energy transition. And Linus is the best place company in the world, in our opinion. Mm -hmm. It has the best asset. asset. Uh, it's, uh, China completely dominates the supply chain, and everyone's trying to work out how they can unpick that. And they're in the predominant position. We think the commodity price probably goes higher over the next three years. Okay. What's your pick, Luke? What's the commodity, and what's the stock? Firstly, he's good, isn't he? <laughs> That's, uh, it's, it's a tough man to follow. But um, yeah, from our perspective, it's graphite. And, and, uh, but not all graphite companies are created equal. Like, why do we like <coughs> natural graphite at the moment? Um, you know, its, it's main competitor in the space is synthetic graphite. Uh, you've seen energy costs go through the roof. That's limiting output. You've seen petroleum products go through the roof that feed into production of synthetic roof, graphite as well. And that's placing upward pressure on, on uh, pricing within the graphite space. You know, a bit like NDPR, one of those commodities that's a bit more opaque than um, a lot of these exchange-traded commodities, and, and so it's lagging in terms of realisation from the market perspective. And then to my point, not all graphite, graphite companies are created equal. Syrah, uh, you know, used to be the market darling a number of years ago. From our perspective, created a mine, um, you know, have, a, have approvals, you know, gone through the, the approval process in terms of selling into the battery supply chain. You know, that process takes years. You know, they, they've got a major mine that's you know, producing below nameplate and ultimately is going to be feeding into you know, this high price environment and, and ultimately you know, we'll continue to see a re-rate of that story from our perspective. Okay. Well, from what I've heard of our guests today, the energy transition is throwing up opportunities, old school energy sources and energy sources of the future. I hope you got a few ideas out of it today. And remember, if you enjoyed that video, hit subscribe on the YouTube channel and give The Wire a like. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis. Register for free at livewiremarkets.com to discover more exclusive investing articles, videos, and podcasts.